Hello and welcome to Packers POV, a podcast that aims to shine a light on the human behind the helmet. I'm your host, Taylor Rogers, and we are here inside historic Lambeau Field. Today's guest earned all Big Ten honors at Northwestern University. He's recorded 16 sacks for Green Bay while matching that number in passes defensed. A fourth-round pick in the 2016 NFL Draft at 6'6", hailing from Bear Country in Rockford, <laughs> Illinois, introducing Packers D lineman Dean Lowry. How's it going, Dean? Going good. That's a great intro right there. It's it's all accurate. You had to make yeah, the conversion. Accurate. I did. Yeah, I was a Bears fan growing up uh, from Rockford, Illinois, um, but all Packer fans now in my family, so it's all good. And you've developed some nicknames between Illinois and Wisconsin. I've heard the Rhino, the Accountant, Dino. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, different ones. Uh, Dino goes back to Rockford. Most of my uh, friends and, and childhood coaches called me Dino. Uh, the Accountant, that was Mike Daniels, who I played here for a few years. My first couple of years uh, would call me that in the field. And then the Rhino is from Coach the Floor. Um, last year, I had a number of really good bull rushes, and uh, LaFleur mentioned me as, or called me the Rhino after that, so that kind of stuck recently. And speaking of the Packers, your teammate Aaron Rodgers said this about you a few days ago. Dean Lowry is one of my favorites. I just love getting past that gruff demeanor to see if I can get a hug every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, I don't think I'm that gruff, but if Aaron says I am, I guess I am. But uh, and he, I think he called me ornery too last year. So um, not sure. I think it's a good thing in a way because you know in the NFL you got to be a little stubborn, a little ornery to to persevere and to be around for a long time. But um, if if twelve says I am, then you know, I'll take it. You and twelve both have bear beating in common. Aaron's record against Chicago twenty five and five. Your record thirteen and one. What stands out from that rivalry to you? Just the winning right there, as, as you just said, um, to be a part of that rivalry. And, um, you know, growing up watching so many great players and great games through the years as an Illinois kid, now to be a part of it and to have, be a part of teams that are 13 and, and 1 versus the Bears, uh, it's a special thing. You've done a lot of winning in the state of Illinois. In high school, you won 28 straight games, including two state championships for Rockford's own Boylan High School. What did that run of success teach you? I would just say how to you know handle success with class. And um, for in that time, that was our first ever state championship in school history. So that was a big deal. And um, there's, there's nothing more genuine than high school football. And for those two years, to see the whole city and school rally behind us and to have great memories and still lifelong friends from those two years and those teams, it's uh, you know, another great experience. You played both sides of the ball in high school. Yeah, I played uh, tight end too. So I had some good some good touchdowns too my junior and senior year, and I was definitely a good red zone uh, threat for our offense. And um, if Coastal Four wants to draw some plays up for me, I'm always available. You can even switch sides of the line. I understand you started football as a center. Yeah, oh, that was that's some good research right there. Uh, that goes way back to when I started playing football in third and fourth grade. But yeah, my first position was a center, so that goes way back. So you end up becoming a very dominant defensive lineman at Boylan. Your own high school coach, Dan Apino, described you as a lead-by-example guy. Whose lead did you follow growing up? Uh, I think it starts with family. Uh, my parents both work very hard, and um, they instilled some great values in us, uh, with strong work ethic, and um, just just um, you know belief in family and everything. And uh, I have three sisters, and we're all you know very close family, and uh, just doing things the right way, and uh, you know putting the work first. 
You mentioned your sisters. What's that relationship been like? Yeah, I have one older sister, uh, two younger sisters, and uh, we all played sports growing up. So our weekends were going to different tournaments, and um, just that was that's been a big part of our family and our bonding is in sports, and uh, they're still very involved. and And that's one thing that I've really enjoyed. You know, being in Green Bay is that I'm very close to home. I'm about three hours away, so um, at most home games, my parents come to, or one or all sisters, and. Um, to have that's been a really unique experience being so close to home um, relative to my you know, NFL career. In this most recent Bears victory down in Soldier Field, you had family in the stands. I did, yeah, my, my whole family, uh, immediate family. And what was that like doing what you did? You blocked a field goal and came up with a huge play in that game knowing that family is right there inside the bullet soldier field. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, the one downside of that game is they put um, the Packers family and friend tickets way up in the nosebleed. So they're way up there and it was a, a cold day for them. So credit to them for, for really kind of, you know, getting through that and with the weather and always, you know, supporting me there. But that felt great. And that was my first ever um, NFL block field goal and it come at a big moment that really kind of helped sway the game. Um, was just a very momentous moment in that game. So you get an opportunity after that big game, that big win, that big block, to go take a little time for yourself. Did you get into anything over the bye week? So I'm actually engaged. I got engaged this past summer, and uh, I went back to my uh, fiance's hometown area, and we spent some time around um, Indianapolis and um, just, you know, just relaxed and just uh, got got my mind right for this week and um, getting ready for this uh, this this push here. Congratulations on being engaged. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely, it's been a, been a great thing so far. I'm just very excited to, to see where we're at, and um, it's it's been just all positive so far. What's the toughest thing about wedding planning so far? You know, I would give her more credit about that. Um, you know, she takes the charge on that. I'm, I'm involved, but she really makes more of the decisions. Um, just the details, like anything, there's so many things that go into it, um, whether it's the seating or whether it's just transportation, whether it's, um, hotels, all those things, you know, make a make a good wedding. And thankfully, she's really on top of that because I, I wouldn't be. <laughs> and how'd you go about getting permission to actually become engaged? I got engaged this past summer when I visited her hometown for the first time. I uh, talked with her dad and um, I got his permission. And uh, I'll leave the details there. But it was uh, it was good. A little bit nerve wracking, just kind of doing that. Is and we get, get one shot at this, but um, overall, just been a great experience. You've played in a lot of big games, some playoff games. Was that the most nervous you've ever been? That or when I actually proposed in the summer. Um, it's different because it's it's all eyes on you. It's only you. Um, you know, in a game, you have your teammates and other 10 guys in the field to rely on and lean on. But in that moment, you got to perform and you, you got to just, it's all on you. But um, it just no, just more enjoyment, just more of just kind of realization that this is once in a lifetime and just trying to soak it all in and enjoy the moment. This is likely to be a pretty athletic guest list for this wedding. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the best dancer on site? And feel free to say yourself. I don't know. That remains to be seen. I'm not a great dancer, but I'm sure one of my friends will step up and, you know, try and get the get the, the crowd going, get the people going. I've seen you after some of these big plays, though. You've got some moves. You've got some celebratory <laughs> moves, man. Uh, I'm usually a big fist bump guy. That's my go-to. Uh, my friends, my teammates give me kind of crap about that, of not having a celebration ready after a big play. Um, it's something I can, you know, work on for in the future. But uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty much just uh, make the play, give a little fist bump, and, you know, on to the next one. The NFL has been in your purview for a long, long time now. Your sister sent you a photo recently. 
It's you and her as kids standing in front of the Don Hudson Center at a Packers practice. Yeah, uh, that was a bit surreal seeing that photo. Uh, I knew we had gone there um, to training camp, I think when I was in first or second grade, I'm not sure. But we went to um, like a summer camp or went to, I think it was like a Yogi Berra camp up in around uh, maybe Door County or somewhere north of here. And on the way back, my dad's idea was to stop off at Packers training camp. And we did the whole thing where we watched the – the, the players take the bikes from the locker room and go to the Don Hudson Center. And we did the interactive area in the Don Hudson Center. And um, just that, that stood out to me that day. And um, now to be, you know, going on seven years here at the Packers is, is really just a, you know, a surreal experience. Um, but, yeah, just even back then, just just taking it all in of the tradition and just the unique relationship between the Packers and the community and everything there um, was, was really just kind of eye-opening back then. It clearly left a mark with you. That bike tradition is something that you picked up when you got here. You've had the same bike kid, Lincoln, for some yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lincoln's my guy. I, I've had him for the past seven years, and he's always there for me. And he's got a, a great sturdy bike, which is important because on those those hot training camp days, you don't want to have those little small bikes to to try and get you know from from point A to point B. But um, he's definitely been very supportive and. Um, every day he had he has a new joke for me during training camp, so they're very clever jokes. And um, during the dog days of training camp, you know, having a, a kid who looks up to you and just a kid that you know sees you as one of his role models um, is is inspiring to get you through, and it really makes you appreciate where you're at. Do you remember a joke that Lincoln gave you? Uh, I, I, there's so many good ones, but I, I can't recall any of them right now. But he actually um, sent me like a like 10 to 15 note cards of jokes in the, in the off season. So I got them stored away somewhere, um, but they're definitely very clever and the, the kid has a very bright future. That's really neat. So you guys have gotten a chance to know each other pretty well over seven years. Yeah, and this past year I went to one of his football games and um, when he started playing, I, the one thing I told him was, hey man, for the defensive line, low man wins. And I went to go watch him play and like, he was the best player in the field and he played with great leverage and pad level. So I'm like pretty proud that he took my advice and he's still using it. And we went to go see his game. He played for one of the Bayport school, middle schools and they played at Ashwabanon and it was a super cold day too. And he was the only you know player in the field, not wearing sleeves. So, and that's how we are in the NFL, the defensive lineman too. So I was just a little, little proud moment to see um, little Lincoln kind of all growing up and taking the next step as an athlete. For Lincoln, and any youngsters that are looking to be in your shoes someday, what would be your words to them? Uh, I would just say perseverance. Um, there's so many ups and downs throughout the journey. Um, really live in the moment, especially in those young years, um, whether it's middle school or high school or college. Those are very genuine years where just love of the game takes over. And in the NFL, it's more of a business, so it's more of your job and being a pro. But there's for me, I have so many great friends and um, relationships I've made in those early years with coaches and players that are still lasting today. So just live in the moment and um, you know everything will take care of itself. That's a beautiful way to end it. Dean, thank you so much for taking the time. All right, thanks, Taylor. Go Pat, go. To learn more about what Dean is doing off the field, check out his Instagram handle, dlowry94. And thank you for listening to Packers POV. Happy holidays and see you next time.